As March drew to a close, Mutual Broadcasting's Frank Hemingway took to the air on March 30th with the evening news from KHJ in Los Angeles. With a hydrogen bomb in development, Russia wanted to join NATO. In Washington, President Eisenhower was making changes to the Taft-Hartley labor law. And in present-day Vietnam, a massive battle was taking place at the French military base at Dien Bien Phu. Ah, here is Folger's Coffee with radio's shortest commercial. When I say coffee, I mean Folger's. And here's the first edition of the evening news. All the news that's news today broadcast for you by Hemingway. No dearth of headlines this March afternoon. You can start with the President's news conference, which provided a surprise when our atomic headman Louis Strauss told reporters the new H-bomb was so powerful, just one of them could put a city like New York out of commission. Furthermore, he skipped the scientific double talk and called it an H-bomb. And along came Russia with a most astounding idea. Namely, and to wit, that she be permitted to join the North Atlantic Treaty Alliance. An alliance with most everyone acknowledges was formed just in case Russia ever decided to start anything in Europe. No surprise this, but it's now official. The president has signed the billion-dollar excise tax reduction bill, and he even went so far as to say he thinks it will stimulate business. The French report they've won a victory. Whether it's the final one or not in that long-drawn-out battle for Dien Bien Phu, we don't know. Before we leave the realm of spot news, speed pilot Joe DeBona broke the transcontinental speed record for a non-jet plane. He flew a souped-up F-51 Mustang from Los Angeles to New York in four hours and 24 minutes and 17 seconds. What happened to those 17 seconds? He broke the previous record by 28 minutes and 36 seconds. And DeBona came perilously close to beating the mark set by jet planes. That record is four hours, eight minutes, and five seconds. No matter how much coffee costs per pound, a cup of rich, flavorful coffee still costs you little more than two and one-half cents to make at home. That means that coffee is still one of the world's best beverage bargains. And remember, the high quality of Folger's coffee remains unchanged. The March 30th news broadcast hinted at things to come. I ask you now to give the Stevens version of the investigation by Senator McCarthy and his staff of Fort Monmouth. I want your version of the work that was done by the senator and his staff, the character of work they did, the importance of it in your opinion, the necessity for it, or the lack of necessity for it. Next time on Breaking Walls, April ushers in the Army McCarthy hearings, presidential speeches, schemers, slanderers, nude prowlers, and even a Benny Seance. The reading material used in today's episode was On the Air by John Dunning, Network Radio Ratings by Jim Ramsberg, The Complete Escape Blog by Keith Scott, as well as articles from Broadcasting Magazine and Life Magazine. On the interview front, Alice Fay and John Goodell spoke to Chuck Shaden. Hear their full chats at speakingofradio.com. Mandel Kramer and William N. Robeson spoke to Dick Bertell and Ed Corcoran, WTIC's The Golden Age of Radio. Hear these full interviews at goldenage-wtic.org. 
Harry Bartell, Mary Jane Croft, Don Diamond, Jack Johnstone, and Byron Kane spoke to Spurvac. For more info, go to Spurvac.com. Dick Joy, Elliot Lewis, and E. Jack Newman spoke with John Dunning for his 71 KNUS program from Denver. Norman McDonald was with John Hickman for his Gunsmoke documentary. William Conrad spoke to collector Chris Lambesis in 1969. And Bing Crosby spoke with Barbara Walters in 1977. Selected music featured in today's episode was Fever by Peggy Lee, Sleepwalk by Henri René, Exotique Bossa Nova by Martin Denny, The Vanished Dreamer Parts 1 and 2 by George Winston, and Danse Macabre by Camille Saint-Saëns. Special thank you to Ted Davenport, Jerry Hendigas, and Gordon Skeen. For Ted, go to radiomemories.com. For Jerry, visit otrsite.com. And for Gordon, please go to pastdaily.com. I'd also like to thank Walden Hughes and John and Larry Gassman of Spurvac. Listen to their shows on the Yesterday USA Radio Network. Breaking Walls Episode 126 will pick up our miniseries in April of 1954, as both the Army McCarthy hearings and the Red Cross blood drive get underway. This episode will be available beginning April 1st, 2022, everywhere you get your podcast and at thewallbreakers.com. In the meantime, give Breaking Walls a quick rating on whatever platform you listen, especially iTunes. You can also join the Breaking Walls Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash thewallbreakers. And support this show for as little as a buck a month at patreon.com slash thewallbreakers. So until April 1st, my name is James Scully. This has been Breaking Walls episode 125, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you very much. <laughs>